Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Denver, Colorado, it's time for Franchise Bible Coach Radio. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Franchise Bible Coach Radio podcast with Rick and Rob. I'm Rick Grossman. I'll be your co-host today, and I'll introduce my co-host Rob Ganley here in just a second. But but folks, we're excited to uh, introduce our guests here in just a minute as well. You know, we started the Fight for Your Franchise Challenge a couple of months ago, and it was just our way of giving back to the industry that we love. And we've had some amazing stories and some really fun and neat things happen uh, during this time. And as challenging as it has been for the business owners out there and all of you that are out there working hard every day, uh, we've really seen the entrepreneurial spirit and the drive and ambition and innovation from business owners in the franchise space all over the world, not only here in the U.S., but everywhere. And uh, Class 101 is one of those great brands that's come alongside and supported our initiative and has uh, participated with their franchise owners participating and, and really excited to kind of unpack some of the gold nuggets of wisdom they have. And we have several members of their team on the podcast today, which is a rare treat. We really are looking forward to that. So uh, looking forward to, to, to uh, learning more about your business model, uh, Tom, and, and hearing more about some of those exciting uh, innovations that have come uh, come to pass here with your brand. So with no further ado, folks, I'm going to go ahead and uh, turn it over to Rob Ganley, my co-host, and then we'll tell you more about the Fight for Your Franchise Challenge and how you can get involved when we get closer to the end of the show. So Rob, take it away. Well, thank you, Rick, uh, and welcome, everybody. Um, today we have Class 101 and, and Tom uh, Pabin. Did I get that right, Tom? Is it Pabin or Pabin? It's Pabin, perfect. Yes, Tom Pabin, the CEO and founder, and a, and a couple of his team members, and I'm going to have him introduce his team members here in just a moment. But as we get started, I wanted to just always remember to thank our sponsors. And today, our sponsor for today's show is SEO Samba. Uh, SEO Samba is the founder of the Franchise Marketing Operating System. It is built for franchisors and franchisees alike. And you can learn more about this uh, marketing software at seosamba.com. Uh, with that said, Tom, uh, it's great to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, and if you could just introduce a couple of your team members you have with you today. Sure. Um, it's my pleasure to um, introduce two of our uh, directors. We have our director of uh, franchise relations, Betsy Filchek. Um, so um, Betsy's been with us for um, six years, I guess now, uh, close to it, and uh, has had a wonderful experience of having many different roles. And then we have Katie O'Malley, who is our new national marketing director. And so she is in a, uh, a wonderful, cool seat as we kind of transition into uh, new markets and even new things done now virtually. Um, so those are our two uh, directors uh, that are with us today. Welcome, Katie and Betsy, and, and welcome, Thank Tom. You. It's, Thank you. It's, you're welcome, and it's great to have you guys. We're interviewing uh, many different brands and enjoying uh, the input because we're we're big time franchise believers. And what we hear over and over again is the power of franchising, the power of franchising, and the answers. Right? <laughs> uh, but it's great to have yet another great team and brand on board today. So, with that being said, for our listeners, uh, as we get started, Tom, uh, the great, the best question I love to ask is. How did you get there? How did you start this brand? And 
Uh, tell us a little bit of the backstory of how you became to be. Yeah, uh, well, in August, we'll be celebrating our 23rd um, um, anniversary of, of our business. And what was so unique is, um, again, we're class 101, so we do um, really three things. We empower students um, through the college planning process. Um, we serve families, um, helping them with the cost and different types of things, and then we inspire greatness. Um, that's what we get to do every single day in helping to deliver college planning services. And so it started 23 years ago because I was a youth minister at my church. And I, and I was, a, I was a, a stock broker throughout the week, but I couldn't wait until the weekend mm. to, to, to hang out with kids and to do trips and, and, the, and the ski trip and the, and the whitewater rafting and the, and, and, and the different retreats, right? Because those were um, bonding experiences. They were fulfilling and it filled my soul of, of what was most important, right? To making a difference and connecting with kids and be able to help them. So I got real involved after my, my father had passed away about uh, 24 years ago. So my mom passed away when I was young, my grandparents passed away, my godparents passed away, and I lost my father um, 24 years ago. So I'm in my mid to late 20s, and I thought, I said to myself, gosh, life's short, right? And so, so I'm going to make a difference. Uh, I'm going to dedicate my life to teenagers. Now, I thought that was going to be at church, so let me say that. Um, you know, I thought that was going to be it, but it turned in and morphed into um, a business because uh, I had a student that needed help with her college planning. Um, and so um, we would go to Fazoli's here in town, um, a, another local franchise, uh, Fazoli's Restaurant, and have breadsticks and talk about college. Um, and that's kind of how it got started with one student. Um, we had so much fun um, in doing it. She would start to bring her friends, and it just morphed from there. And six months later, I had 30 students um, helping them with the college process empowering, serving, and inspiring. Um, and I said, this is my calling. This is where I need to be in my life. Um, and we got fortunate because it got built and found the right people and, and, and stuff along the way. And then we ended up having a 10-year model um, in place before we even started franchising. So we had an incredible model that had everything um, I could ever want, right? I mean, all the systems in place and different types of things. So when we started franchising, we'd had those and it started um, very slowly um, uh, building up our franchises. And um, it took us five years to award five franchises. Um, so after 15 years in business, we had five franchises, five years of franchising, five franchises. I mean, you know, so it just was slow. And then we went three and four and seven and then um, 17 and 13 and 13 in the previous years. And now we have our 47 locations in 23 different states. Congratulations. And you know, so the, the franchising distribution model, right? Yeah. Is that something that you, it just came to you? Like how did it come to you that you wanted to distribute through business ownership? Like get the word out through other owners, through franchising, that idea did that come, was that a, like a real intentful prayerful kind of thing for you or what it was, was that? I mean you, you, you hope that you're listening to your calling in your life and, and where you need to be um, but sometimes it, it takes a lot to get hit me over the head to, to say hey mm -hmm. hey dummy uh, you need to be doing this when I'm not listening um, to my heart and my soul where I really need to be yeah. and so only recently has that been a little bit of something I've worked on but years of working on trying to listen to my calling and and so I had many people and I had uh, students in other states at, after 10 years, we actually had students in 16 different states and five different countries. 
So it was pretty obvious that I needed to start franchising because I had people calling me from these different states and these different big markets saying, hey, I want to do what you do. do you, will you open up an office here? And I didn't want to travel to, to Charlotte and Atlanta and Dallas and all, the, all these big cities. I didn't want to do all that. So hence the model was started in franchising. Um, so we have a saying around here. Um, I think it's a Zig Ziglar saying, right? If you're um, not willing to learn, nobody can help you. Uh, but if you're determined to learn, nobody can stop you. Um, and so that was our motto. And I just kept learning and kept growing and kept doing this in franchising. I didn't know anything about franchising and just started going to the IFA and, and, and mentors, right? What a beautiful thing. Mentors that helped me in my first years of doing franchising that I would not be here. Angels um, that helped me get to where we are today. Well, what a great story, Tom. Well, since we're, we're speaking of, of how you got started, uh, Betsy and Katie, why don't you give us a, a quick introduction and tell us a little bit about how you became part of the Class 101 brand? Betsy, Katie, you you don't mind, I'll, sure, I'll go first. Um, I was a public school teacher. Um, and actually, I would meet Tom at Christmas parties and just bug the guy that did college planning. And then one day he came to me and said, would you like to come work for me? So again, one of those angels spoke to me. Um, so this was, um, just a career that I didn't see coming my way. I, not only do I get to do the franchise side of it, but I also do direct college planning as well. So that's kind of how I came about it. It was just a real blessing and I'm real thrilled to be here. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. All right, Katie. So this is my seventh day. Seventh <laughs> <laughs> day. Seven's a good number. Yeah. Um, my background, I've had two careers, one in the entertainment industry as a film producer and another uh, working both in-house marketing departments and running advertising agencies. So I love storytelling, branding, uh, strategy, execution, all of it. Uh, why I am so excited to be here at Class 101 is because um, one of the biggest stats from a marketing perspective, about 53% of our customer base is, is referrals. That's where we get our customers. Um, and that is with no advertising marketing spends over the last 23 years. Wow. So you know we have a great product with that kind of word of mouth growth. So just imagine what we can build and create uh, to be telling our story uh, digitally, you know, through through efforts on, on social and digital. So I'm really excited to see where we go in the future. Very good. Well, that's wonderful. Sounds like you're building a wonderful team there, Tom. Um, so as we look at the future, remember that this is all part of the fight for your franchise challenge. And again, we thank you. Uh, and your team, Tom, for all of your, your support and participation in the initiative, because we're all here for the same reason, which is to help franchise entrepreneurs move forward and grow, not only survive, but thrive. Uh, and your franchise owners have been a big part of that as well. So uh, thank you for that. But we, when we look at how this COVID-19 pandemic has impacted the business model, everybody's different. And we just, this earlier today, we had a podcast with a gentleman that was in a retail uh, brick and mortar location business and their franchise owners were, were impacted different in different ways based on where they were in the country and how, how the, uh, 
how the uh, different rules and regulations were impacting their business. So when you look at how this has impacted your business and your franchise owners and, and the business as a whole, how has it changed? And, and what do you see as kind of the new normal for you guys? I mean, you know, if, you, if you're in business 23 years and you think about 23 years and what's happened during those 23 years, the economic downturn, the, um, uh, the different types of things in society that's happened and, and so on, right? I mean, you got to be able to adapt and change. So obviously nobody likes and nobody <laughs> wants COVID, but it, it was so strong of a force that it caused you to have to change, right? So now... Right. I mean, people didn't have options. It wasn't like, hey, I'll try it or maybe next week or next year. Right. You either do it or survive. Right. Die or thrive. Um, and so right. so that's what happened. So for us, right, it wasn't that because we switched, but it allowed us to switch to a virtual concept. Right. So we do college planning. We help students. So now we do everything virtually. Um, and our bread and butter is meeting with kids personally and developing relationships and being that mentor for young people. Um, but now we just get to do it in a, in a safe, trusted environment um, of a virtual meeting. So if we have parents that are a little nervous or in certain markets like New Jersey, um, you know, where it's definitely one of the hot spots, um, you know, we can still do this. And if you have your business built on a great foundation of word of mouth and those stories and, um, and, and the right people, you'll find out that our New Jersey location has had its two best months in the last two months. Um, our local Lexington franchise has set um, some records for this year um, just here locally um, uh, because there was a decision made. We're going to do this. Right? There's right. just no choice. Uh, burn the ships, as they say, Cortez, right? Burn the ships. Uh, we're going to do this. Uh, we're all in. Um, let's do it. We'll do it together. Nobody does it alone. That's why these guys are on here, right? I mean, Betsy and Katie, I mean, Katie's adding so many things that in her seven days, right, that uh, she can bring her expertise. And Betsy's learned, a, a, like with us, along the way. And so now it's, right, and she's adding stuff to our um, director of, of operations. So, I mean, nobody does it alone. You do it together. The, the load is a lot easier with a bunch of people going in the same direction. Um, so adapt, change, uh, virtual, what can you do? Your strong mentality. Right? Keep doing things positive in your life because it's hard. It's, it's discouraging sometimes when you read the stats in the newspaper and people losing their jobs. Um, but um, creativity rules the day. Uh, a good idea never interrupts your day. It, it comes from people getting together and, and brainstorming and, and coming up with ideas together. Well, that's good. It's inspiring. It sounds like... Uh... You're on the right track. And, and th th that's what Rob and I really enjoy hearing from, from the franchisors and franchise owners out there, the innovation, the ideas, the ability to, uh, uh, as we say, evaluate, adapt, overcome, which was one of our strategies from several weeks ago from our coaching sessions. Uh, but to take the, the current situation and get through it and not only get through it, but come out better. Uh, we're seeing a lot of franchise brands that are going to have or already have new services, new ways of communicating and new technologies and things that they're implementing. Like you said, Tom, they, everybody kind of went off the cliff at the same time and we, we had to, we had to adapt. It wasn't a chance. It wasn't a choice at that point. It was, it was a necessity. So um, sounds like you, uh, you have a lot of those, those new innovations that you'll keep as a part of your, your model in the future. Yeah, you have you get, you got a new perspective, 
right? Some people see it on their deathbed, right? They say, I wish I would have spent more time with my family, or I wish I would have done this, or right, and so on, right? So you got to slow down and say, hey, gosh, you know, so a lot of our owners said, in a, in a weird way, this is kind of nice, right? Um, that 61 out of 73 nights uh, during the COVID thing, I got to have dinner with my family. I've never had so many dinners and so many walks with my wife. Uh, we got a dog. We've never had a dog. All right. I mean, so those different types of things, right? Uh, so it's slowed down. Uh, by the way, just 90 days, not nine years, just 90 days. We've all had bad 90 days before. And so now you take that perspective with the new creativity and yeah, you should be a lot higher. Right? I mean, it's top shelf, right? How do you stand and, and grab that top shelf, right? Uh, bourbon or that top shelf, whatever, right? You stand mm -hmm. on those books and knowledge. You stand on your stuff that you're fighting for. Those articles and the things that move you forward, that make you more top shelf. I'm reaching for that top shelf. Always the highest goals. That's what you shoot for. Katie's department needs to be the best in the country. That's what it needs to be. Right? That's what she should be shooting for. That's what our owners deserve is the very best. Absolutely. Well, and, and we're seeing that, you know, we're anticipating a boom We're we're seeing the entrepreneurial spirit and we've been involved in the franchise industry for a long, long time. And when the economy dips a little bit and jobs uh, and the job um, market changes, there's usually some sort of a boom in franchising. And so we're anticipating that there could be really uh, exciting entrepreneurial growth coming up soon. And uh, we're, we're seeing franchisors reporting record numbers of inquiries. And so we're really looking forward to uh, more entrepreneurs joining the franchise uh, industry in the near future. So Betsy and Katie, have you guys been factoring that in a little bit and thinking through that? Yes, and one, and, and one of the things I will say, I don't know if this directly answers your question, but I do think it, the point needs to be made that um, one of the things that really helped us through this was how decisively and swiftly Tom stepped into that leadership role. He's always been there and we've always relied on him, but there was no question as to where we were supposed to look to figure out what to do. He was communicating so swiftly with all of the franchisees, weekly letters, um, it just really, I think that is another thing that really helped us weather this was the mm. clear leadership role that he played. Clear leadership. Yeah. yeah Katie, any, any thoughts there? Absolutely. Um, I, in times of change and crisis, I think over communication and uh, leadership is so important. And Tom was uh, right in, in front of it every step of the way. Um, with with the virtual conversation and with what's happening in the future i mean it's really really cool if you think about it i mean we are living through this virtual experiment um i think that there definitely has been some things that have emerged out of the last three months and one is that it's proven that people can be just as productive at home as they are in the office mm -hmm. and so seeing where you know the consumers needs and wants are for the future and just keeping an eye on the pulse of of how this is gonna play out, what trends are gonna emerge in the fall um, with how consumers wanna be interacting with products and services, uh, where the marketplace is gonna go. It's gonna be really exciting to see these shifts. Yes, it is. Well, and it's also, we several weeks ago, one of our coaching sessions was on servant leadership and that's a big part of the Franchise Bible uh, that we uh, have in the book, which is 
what we call the upside down pyramid, which is the right way in our opinion to run a franchise organization, which is having the, uh, the leadership at the bottom supporting the franchise owners. And, and really we have a slogan that's franchise owners come first. And if you put your franchise owners first and they put their staff and their customers first, you have a win, win, win all the way down. So it sounds like you embody that servant leader model all the way through and that's powerful stuff. But good for you guys. Yeah, and when I listen, again, every interview we have, it's, it's the same feeling that it's great that the team, you're there for the franchisees, right? When you think about what we're going through as a country, as a world, I should say, um, being in a business where you have a network to rely on and a brand to rely on couldn't be a better time to be in that situation. You couldn't ask for a better situation. I mean, someone trying to run one of these business businesses independently by themselves would have been hard enough anyway now add this challenge, what do you do next, right? Whereas you got Tom and the team helping lead folks through that. And then what we're seeing is the franchisees collaborating back, right? So it's a, it's a great, great collaboration of a network and the whole purpose of franchising. So I love hearing it. And it sounds exciting. It does. And that's exactly what we think. You know, we think that there's going to be a lot of new trends and a lot of new opportunities for us marketers. <laughs> so we just have to adjust us uh, with what people are doing now. So that's pretty exciting. So with that said, you know, is there, you know, Tom, uh, was there a change at all in the way you did approach the leadership? And, and did you find anything from the field that was a little different over these last two, three months versus the way it had been before? Any, you know, folks behaving differently, contributing differently? Well, sure. I mean, uh, the, the, the smell of fear was there. Right. Fear of I'm going to lose my business, fear of this pandemic, fear of the unknown. Right. Um, so what we did is we decided to start doing Friday letters and, and almost every Friday through the last three months, we send out some owner letters or letters to myself or uh, Betsy sent out a letter, beautiful one during Easter time. Um, and um, and so we had that and we, and we just tried to um, communicate that message of trust and, and so on. I mean, look at the stock market, right? It crashed. I saw yesterday on CNN, right? Uh, it said it finally is now ahead of where it was before. It's got all its money. It's got all the money back. It's already all come back, right? Uh, mm. Already. I mean, that's amazing, right? Yeah. Because but the ones in between that panicked and you could smell the fear on them and did decisions and didn't trust the system, right? The process, that's the beauty. It's kind of like work, Saturday off, go to church on Sunday, right? Repeat, mm -hmm. right? Same thing here, right? Do your things, what you're supposed to do. Keep uh, treating people the way that you want to. Um, keep um, keep delivering more value than what you take in payment. Um, that's one of our books, the the Go Giver, that we is in our corporate library that we that we love. And so, um, you know, so you do that. But the smell of fear is is and, and it's and it's real too, right? It's not people making it up now in their mind. And so, guess what? There has to be a power stronger than that. For many of us, that's our faith. Mm -hmm. um, um, and, and for some, it's, it's the leadership. So our leadership and being out in front, we did PSAs, positive serving announcements. Um, yeah. We did four of them um, in the last, um, just what of our owners are doing and checking in with each other. And Betsy would literally say, hey, how are you doing? What's new in Florida or what's new in Texas? And, and how's your, and just for them to hear that everybody was okay. Um, we're still here, right? So I would start our corporate meetings 
by telling our team when we went virtual, I would tell, hey, the trees outside look nice. And I fed the animals in the back because we got a bunch of mascots that live in the back and other different types of things like that, right? And, and, and so on. I just wanted to let them know that everything was fine. It was normal. Everything was okay. Uh, life was going to be okay. We just got to get through it together. Uh, you know, we were thinking two to three months and that's pretty much what it was. And it's bouncing back. And, and again, some had records during that time. We still have owners that are low. We still have that. We got to bring them back. We got to continue to do that. And they, they, they took a couple steps backwards, but we'll get them to go forward. Right. But ultimately, right. They have to overcome that fear in their heart and their soul and, and rely on their faith and, and their faith in our business and, and their, and their, um, faith in God to, to say, Hey, I, you know, it's okay. Um, I'm going to, you know, uh, they still have their business and, and that means that they still can build it as big or, um, as little or whatever, you know, as much as they can. Um, so moving forward. So that's, what's nice. That's wonderful. And it sounds like along with your servant leadership philosophy, and you also have a, a coaching, uh, kind of strategy built into what you do. And that's important because a lot of franchisors that are, uh, that take a coaching approach really are the most successful franchisors on the planet. So it really does make a difference to be in their corner. Yeah. I mean, the truth, right? I mean, that's, what's hard. I, we're in a hyper sensitive environment. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, it, everything's hyper, right? Hypersensitive and hyper judgmental hyper everything that's happening right now in our world, mm -hmm. right? But I know if you treat people the right way, right? So you just go back to those basics, right? I had a mentor that used to say, the truth is incontrovertible. Malice may attack it, ignorance may derive it, but in the end, there it is. And so Churchill quote, right? I mean, so mm -hmm. it, it just is what it is. And so you tackle that, don't let it control your life. And then again, for your business to become limitless, you have to become fearless. And so once you become fearless, right, your business is limitless because it can go, it could be built and, 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 and tackle all that. But it's hard because we're humans and it's sad and there's negative news and right. And, and, or, or trying to be yeah. judgmental, but we got to be truthful with ourselves. Where can I get better? I did an essay workshop last night. The four or five owners that were on it got um, feedback from me. Give me a rating from one to 10. How did I do? I got a lot of high ratings and that was nice, but right, I, I appreciated the comments and feedback. How did I get better? How can I get better today? That's it. Okay. Right. Oh. Look at yourself. Well, that's good. And we see that with our coaching clients too, because sometimes just having somebody in your corner that can remind you of the basics and keep you focused and, and, and kind of give you that inspiration to keep driving forward and keep, uh, keep fighting the good fight really is all it takes to, to uh, get up and do it again and, and be better and stronger. So sounds like you guys are really on the right track with that. Uh, Tom, do you have any real world customer stories that have come up in this last couple of months from maybe a franchisor that, or I'm sorry, a franchise owner that's had a really neat experience with this new normal that we live in? Yeah, well, Katie's actually doing that research now because we just, right, for us and our business, right, we just had all these seniors graduate, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of our kids got their scholarship numbers and, and we got some amazing stories. Um, but our most amazing owners is the one that have found their passion in life. Mm. We're a passion plan, right? We work with kids. This isn't for everybody. But if you like working with kids, do you want to make a difference, right? Um, right. I mean, 
um, class101franchise.com. That's where you go because that's where it's, you know, where you can do that with helping kids and helping teenagers to be able to do this. So, so if you find your passion, whatever that is, right? Uh, I told a story last night of how much I love highlighters um, and uh, how you can make a great college essay from highlighters, right? I mean, um, so same thing. If you're passionate about that, so finding your passion. So we have some owners um, that are Mary Kay representatives and um, marketing people and people, a lot of educators and teachers and principals and coaches and different people. We have a guy out in LA that was a, a, a women's basketball coach at five different colleges, a big time basketball coach that's now with us running a franchise. Uh, I worked with his niece. So we have great stories from all over. But the bottom line is my passion about making a difference in a kid's life. And if somebody's like that, um, then what we do is, like you said, then it's that pyramid, right? And so then that owner that's passionate learns our business and learns the different systems and, and processes, and then they go to Katie, right? And they tell Katie the, the story as our marketing person um, about all these incredible stories of these students that are doing all these amazing things. And when you see these students, then you say, oh, my gosh, man, do I feel good about our, our, our future, even though at mm. times that's tough or what's going on in society and all that other stuff right now, but you see all these different types of people from all different types of backgrounds, right? It doesn't matter if they're North or South or female or male or African-American or white or, or whatever, right? We have these great stories, all kids that want to become educated and become an expert in something because that's why you go to college, right? To become an expert in something um, and really kind of grow up in whatever they're passionate about. So we have all kinds of stories. We can take the uh, hours uh, to, to, to tell you about those. But um, uh, we have owners from all different types of backgrounds. A lot of business backgrounds and educational backgrounds. But whether they're coaches or youth ministers, um, we, we have some real, real special owners growing their business um, one month at a time. Awesome. Well, it sounds like the, the passion is the key. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. Awesome. And as a parent... I can tell you, my kids mean the world to me, and they're at that age. <laughs> they're in the high school. Okay. So we're having these conversations now, Tom. But where, it is, you, where are you based out of? Colorado, not far okay. from. Okay, well, we have a location there, right? So uh, um, down in uh, Douglas County um, is a little bit below Denver. Um, so uh, we'll make sure that we yeah. have uh, Laura reach out to you. But, yeah, so it's about, right, it's about um, having a mentor. Betsy's on here, which is perfect, because I just had a son graduate from high school um, last week, um, and he did college planning for four years, um, and I did none of it. Betsy worked with my son for four years and completed his college planning. Now I got son number two coming behind. But from Betsy, it's advice. From me, it's nagging, hmm. right? And so... Um, Betsy delivered it. Uh, we were able to have a great college experience. He was very confused at the end. I loved it, right? He had three great options for college. He had to figure out which one he had to decide. He decided on Xavier, uh, which we feel is the, is the right, right fit for him. Um, and uh, we came to that. Uh, it was all done and delivered by Betsy. No pressure. We enjoyed the senior year. Imagine that enjoying your senior year um, and having it done for me with an expert. Uh, and then my son has a mentor hmm. in his life. Uh, he has lots of basketball coaches and things like that. But to have a, a, a woman of, of, of uh, right, values and characters and is going to show up on time and is going to be positive. I'll take as many of those role models in my kid's life as I possibly can get. Uh, yeah. And so 
So we deliver college planning, but now right, now we're this mentor um, and we're delivering it. And mom and dad are happy because we're communicating with them and saving money on college for that. It's easy for them to get their two, three, four thousand dollars worth from our fees that we charge. And, and so individual families pay us to do this. So three or four, five thousand dollars, whatever it is, depending how young they, they are when they start and they go through this whole process, they get everything delivered. My son has options. I saved money on college. It was done. It was done proactively and early. Um, and that's perfect college planning. Mm-hmm. And that's what I got from Betsy. And it's worth, <laughs> uh, worth everything. Side benefit, right? College planner. Yeah. Take care of the family. Well, that's why we're all doing it. That's why we're all here right now, right? Uh, yeah. Taking care of our family. So with, with that being said, we are coming towards the end of the show. And one of the favorite ways we like to wrap up our shows is to kind of, and I know that it's always a hard one because there's so many, but is, is there, you know, Tom, if you were sharing um, a, a tip or one thing that you really just kept coming back to you over these last three months, and you mentioned a couple, so maybe it's one of those, but is there a tip or something you would want to share with the audience uh, to leave with them that you've learned and that you, you really feel like this experience has exemplified that? Um, I'll go back to the two sayings that are, are my favorite sayings. Um, they happen to be my sayings, but uh, we believe in them uh, tremendously because it just works in, in so many different ways. Where energy goes, progress grows. Right? So where you put your energy, and sometimes that could be negative energy, and so it could be negative progress, right? But, uh, but where energy goes, progress grows. Um, and then your attitude, attitude determines your results. You can't let your results determine your attitude. Hmm. Um, and, and so if you got those two quotes, right, and you live by those, whether it's your ACT score or your, your, your most recent GPA or where you are in your business, if you're in the game, you have a chance to win, right? And so if you don't have this opportunity, if somebody doesn't have a class one-on-one franchise, um, right, here they can be fulfilled, uh, deliver, you know, so we are the number, here, I'll make an announcement. We are the number one company <laughs> in the world, in the world. You guys are interviewing today with an ROEI, return on emotional investment. Mm. We deliver like more in our franchise than any other franchise out there because we can change the family tree by helping them get a scholarship. We can get them into the school that might change that kid's life. And the parents are happy, the students happy, I'm happy, right? Um, and it's joy, right? Because I could be happy, that's temporary, but joy because the process was done correctly. Um, and I had a mentor in my kid's life, return on emotional investment, none higher than that class 101. Return on emotional investment. I love that. That's where the heart is. Amen. Amen. All right. I love it. Well, servant leadership is alive and well uh, over at Class 101. And, and our kids need it and our parents need it. And that's just when you can help, uh, help families, that's really meaningful work. And so it must be very fulfilling for you and your team as well as your franchise owners to participate in that business every day. Yeah, it's, it's, that's right. Every day. Every day. Every day. Yeah. Success stories and positive things and affirming and challenging and teaching kids and Every day, it's yeah. it's 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 almost uh, there's so much joy, right? You don't even realize all the joy you can have. Um, oh wow! So you start experiencing it every single day. It's like going to church every day and feeling great, right? I mean, that's that's what you get. 
And the joy comes, no extra charge. You don't charge extra for the joy. Nope. Nope. Free. How do you like that? Free. Free. Comes with it. Yeah, comes that's with right. it. Um, but it's it's um it's it's pretty sweet. It's sweet tasting, I'll tell you that. That is exciting. Well, before we wrap up, uh, we're getting close here, Rob. Um, Tom, do you have any final parting words or Betsy or Katie? Any well, I mean nobody like does add to the conversation before we yeah, I mean, I really thank you for what you do for franchises, right? Because, see, a different voice helps, right? Having a different voice. We have a motivational speaker coming into our convention because it's a different voice. It's a, right. you don't hear it differently from somebody else, right? And so nobody does it alone. And it's hard because it's hard working with other humans, right? I mean, yeah. uh, I, I'm pretty good in the first hour or two, and then people get here, and then I start getting myself sideways in my mind, right? Because, because it's hard. Right. I mean, getting so you, you have to be able to adapt and adjust and do it with the team. Find the right people that want to be on that team. Not everybody wants to be a part of all this craziness here. Right. Not everybody wants all that. But if, if, if that is you find the right people, then you do it. Um, and I'll let Betsy and Katie have the have the last words, please. Oh, thank you, Tom. No, it's just it's so fun to hear Tom tell our story because it is what we're living every day. So it's been a real thrill to be able to share that with you two today. So thanks for having us. You're welcome. Thank you. Katie, any final words? <laughs> uh, words through the last three months. Uh, I, I just sent Tom Steve Jobs 2005 Stanford uh, commencement speech and his last parting words were stay hungry and stay foolish. And I think that is right there part of the <laughs> entrepreneur. And um, yeah, if those are the parting words. <laughs> Stay hungry, stay foolish. Interesting. Yeah, I love that. It requires that. Too many gold nuggets for one interview. I mean, like, <laughs> well, uh, folks, we, we appreciate everybody being a part of the Fight for Your Franchise Challenge. And uh, it's really been uh, exciting to see how the entrepreneurial spirit is alive and well, not only here in the U.S., but around the world. And uh, we're really appreciative of your participation. We, we also appreciate entrepreneur dot com and entrepreneur magazine for supporting us and we have some exciting new things coming up with them in the future as well uh to tell you about soon but uh remember folks that we're we're kind of coming to the end of the three-month initiative which is the fight for your franchise challenge and that doesn't mean it's all over though uh, we want you to participate and join even if you're just hearing about it now we're going to uh continue to send out the emails uh, through the end of this initiative and celebrate on the 4th of July that we're just, uh, that we made it through that three month period and that we have uh, new innovations coming up. So stay tuned for that. But uh, we all, we will also archive all of the content from the last three months on the website right now. Uh, we're about a week uh, behind on, on posting those things. So don't, uh, don't fret if you don't see it there yet, but the, the other sessions are already there so you can participate and catch up and keep on learning uh, from all of the uh, expert guests that we have, as well as the free coaching sessions and all that good stuff too. So that's it at franchisebiblecoach.com and just click on join the fight. And uh, you can also learn more about class 101 by clicking on their logo on that page. And uh, where, where is the uh, direct website, uh, Tom, that they can go to? Well, class101.com is fine. Um, and then um, class101.com, um, 
franchise.com. Uh, uh, they can go there or just do a, a search on that for uh, franchise opportunities. Um, and then uh, I'll go ahead and give out my particular email. Um, again, we had some angels that helped me. So if anybody feels called to, to reach out, we'd love to be able to reach out. And that's uh, T Pabin, P-A-B-I-N, at class101.com. So T Pabin at class101.com. Um, go there, reach out to us. Um, again, um, nobody does it alone, so we'll do it together. Perfect. Well, that's a good place to end. Well, thank you, everybody. I'm Rick Grossman signing off, and we'll see you next time on Franchise Bible Coach Radio podcast with Rick and Rob. Goodbye. Goodbye.